What's going on, boys and girls? Darwin's Family Crest with your hosts, Jeremy Brubaker and Derek Solomberger. What's going on, brother? Not much. What's going on with you, man? Uh, well, I'd, I'd first like to uh, let you know that um, we have a uh, um, we have a couple of things to talk about in terms of current events. Uh, and some of this may or may not uh, involve areas that you're that you're uh, 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 involved in here. But um, uh, I, I, a personal passion of mine is uh, uh, women's soccer. And I don't know if you saw this, but uh, did you see that the women's national team beat Thailand 13 to nothing yesterday? I did not. That's wild. 13 it's not just wild. It's 13, yeah, 13 nil, as they would say on the pitch. God damn. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> um, it was a, um, it's a record for the most amount of goals scored, uh, including or not including extra time. Uh, it is a record, uh, for, uh, for international play. Um, uh, I believe uh, the the female's name was Alex Morgan. Uh, she had five goals by herself. God damn. And, and in uh, and mind you, this is this is largely this is World Cup qualifying play. I believe at this point, um, at thirteen nothing, whenever you're talking about um, international play, aggregate score actually counts. And uh, I just want you to know that as a uh, <laughs> As an American, uh, these women were chided for running up the score. Really? Yes. Yes, they were. And I, that, for me, does not sit. It's it's one of those things that if you're an American, you do things in excess. Right. What, were they just supposed to guard the fucker and just, oh, come on, fight back? I, if I, I played I played soccer. If you're not attacking, you're losing. Right. And if if you're not doing a good job, like protecting your net, you, it's hard to, I mean, again, Thailand is hardly a, we're not talking about like a, 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 a country that is devoid of resources. Like this is just an unprepared team at this point, or maybe an overmatched team. At this point, and yeah, that, that doesn't even sound fair at that point. That's good shit. Yeah, it's it seems sort of rude though to to limit, uh, especially I mean, and again, like like limit like women's sports needs like another like degrading like another another like knock against it. I mean, please for God's sakes, just let these girls have something. I mean, it's already shitty that, like, you can largely be a, a an assistant manager for Bath and Body and make almost as much as an as a WNBA player that was picked in the first round. God, I just I don't know. I I have this like, and again, I I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get like too like like too political about this but this is this is a this is a black guy that like they're it, it doesn't deserve to be there it really doesn't i mean 
if anything, 13 nothing ought to be celebrated. I mean, there ought to at least be, you know, just just a moment where you actually get to, you know, you get to feel good about that instead of like going and go like going to your phone once you get back to your locker and like, oh, my God, like these girls, like they should have been more reserved. That's what that's what Twitter read. Twitter that's read that, ridiculous. that. Yeah, that yeah, that apparently they didn't do. They were not, I guess, showman enough in their win. When does it become like imperative that if we're doing like qualifying types of games at this point or God have you, what if what if Thailand is a team that is already in the World Cup and they're not qualifying at this point? Yeah. Like when are you supposed to show up and just be a little better? I guess, you know, like it's it's pretty cool to win that much. I thought that was the point of it, though, you know? Yeah. Apparently, it's world record-breaking. So, That's um, fantastic. But please, sit on your hands after 90 minutes. By the way, that you ran the entire fuck time. Right. And, and, and you got your fucking... You got your shins sheared down by, like, other girls' fucking cleats. Like, other women's cleats. Again, I, I'm not trying to be diminutive to, to, to anything. But this is... This is really sad that it it's I mean, again, I don't get too patriotic, but I thought that shit was great. I thought that was wonderful. Like 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 way to like way to fucking set a precedent, you know, way to way to like just drill that shit home that you are a fucking factor. It's the like, better team. Yep. Yeah, I, I it would be like I don't know, it would I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It'd be like it'd be like if if uh, I don't know, like it, like if you were on like American Idol or some shit or if you were on The Voice or something like that and you were in the finals and like and like, you know, like uh, somebody blew out their voice and shit and you didn't sing your fucking hardest to, to to win the to win the title. Like, why would you not want recognition for doing something that only a few people get to actually say that they've done? Yeah. Like. It's fucking degrading to say that it's degrading to to, to not celebrate a yeah. win of that magnitude. It's well, that's just kind of the way of the world anymore. Is everything has to be fair. Everything has to be fucking on the level. Like, goddamn, if you're the better team, be the better team. I never heard that trash. Like, I don't know. LeBron made people look like a fucking joke. Jordan made people look like a fucking joke. Like, uh, nobody ever damned him for that. Is it a man thing? Is it, I don't know. Is it because they're females? Is it because it's international play? Like, what's the, what's the root cause there? That's wild. Yeah, whatever the forum is, I, it just, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that the, the, if you can even venture to call it like, it doesn't seem like the punishment fits the crime. Like, like to be like, again, to be chided for winning big. It's just, it just seems unfortunate, especially, especially by these are people that are largely in our, like in our, in our country. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're like Twitter's a, 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 you know, a pretty, uh, you know, a pretty largely American, you know, United States used, used forum. So, I mean, I don't know. It just it wears bad, yeah. um, especially whenever, whenever we, we could all use a little bit of national pride. Amen. Um, yeah, for the right reasons. Uh, speaking of pride, uh, did you know about this week uh, or uh, this this month uh, with uh, with being Pride Week? Yeah. And Pride Month and that kind of thing. 
Yep. Um, I I know I know I have like I live in too small of a city um, for them to do anything uh, super public or super. I guess it would be pretty polarizing, I'd imagine, in my town. But um, like, are they doing? I mean, I can't imagine. Are they doing anything pratty wise um, in a um, no. in your neck of the woods? Hell no. No, I mean, we're still in the dark ages in a lot of Pennsylvania, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of sad, too, because... It is. You know, it, it's just, you know, the movement... I mean, I, I'm... You know, one of our favorites, uh, Darwin's Family Crest, we we are, we are dear, dear friends um, uh, in... in um, uh, in the in the material of of Patton Oswalt and the fact that um, you know he 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 puts a very a very positive light on uh, on uh, on the expectations of uh, of homosexuals these days. You know whether they went from um, being able to serve in the army to being able to marry, um, you know, and like now, you know, I mean, and, and, and anymore, it's, it's just, it makes you wonder how you can really, I mean, in his own words, it makes you wonder how you can rally against like that rhetoric. Like it just seems so counterintuitive and, and, I mean, I will even extend to, you know, again, to like a, a, a different repressed group, you know, uh, or, or, or any of them at this point. And like if you I mean, anything in the LGBTQ um, uh, a community, it's, you know, it, when he when he simplifies a lot of the answers to pants, um, hmm. it's it's pretty unfortunate um, that yeah. that. You know that there are, I mean, and again, there are people out there that actually believe that that there's there's reason to, I guess, for some reason, um, to celebrate heterosexuality at this point, um, which I think is that to me is confusing, and uh, I, I I guess I guess I'll pose this question here. Um, because there was a fairly large demonstration in D.C. Um, I, I had a couple of friends that had, that had attended it, and uh, um, they uh, they had received. <laughs> obviously, they were chided all along the way, um, uh, and, uh, and and the the more terrifying thing is um, how they get back home, and. Um, it's one thing I didn't think of uh, until until this weekend here, um, but <laughs> it never dawned on me how you actually get back home from from a pride parade. You use public transportation or an Uber, right? Like, yeah. That's that's probably how you get back, right? Yep. Like you're not gonna, you're not going to park. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's something um, I never would have never would have dawned on me. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I read this really, really sad tweet, and um, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me right now. But basically, um, 
there was a, uh, 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 there was someone that had marched in the pride parade and he had, uh, he, he had gotten on, um, a, a four or five stops on after, um, another, uh, another marcher had gotten on and he, he had began to, um, I guess just pretty much start to on pride on the bus, um, peeling off his stickers, um, taking, uh, Stridex wipes and like taking all of the, all the rainbow stuff off, mm-hmm. uh, all the eye makeup off and that kind of thing. And, and he posted about it and he said, you know, I don't know if there is a sadder thing, um, in this world after celebrating something that was so positive and so, and felt for a minute, just so normative than crashing down to actually what normative is. Yeah. And just realizing that those two humans, because he had to follow suit, he had to remove all of his pride before he was able to go back into his neighborhood and walk around for fear of his own life. Yeah. And it's a disgusting world, man. It really, dude, it, it bum, it bums me out. And like, I don't have anything. I mean, I, again, I, I don't, I don't want to put anybody out or anything like that, but I mean, I, I don't have anyone that necessarily hits, that hits a hundred percent home, you know, with this. And I, I got, I don't want any, I don't want out anybody in your family or, or, or any of your friends or anything like that. But I mean, have you had that opportunity to just like, like, are there any, like, do you, do you have any like horror stories of, of just, you know, just, just where it's not all right just to be your own fucking human being and your own, your own soul, your own fucking, like, you know, we all, we're all just like twisted matter put into, you know, put into form here at this point. I do, but I don't really want to share it with the millions of fans, but yeah, I mean that shit, it, it affects more than just the people around them, you know, like, I don't know. And the empathy in me just, it, it's, uh, it's unreal to me that we're still fucking talking about this, you know, like, good God, can't we just be people to each other? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it, 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 it does seem awfully backward of us as what's supposed to be a pretty elevated sense of humanity, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I was saying to a friend at work the other day that it's amazing to me. We live in a country where we we truly are freer than a lot of people. You know, we don't have to worry about roadside bombs usually on the road going to work. We don't have to worry about getting shot on the street usually, you know. But, like, so ass backwards in certain things. Like, the fucking healthcare bullshit I mean, I have a good job with good insurance, and I'm still paying through the fucking nose for basic shit. You know, it's 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 unreal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and again, I I sort of I mean, I I empathize with anybody that's going through anything right now. I mean, especially you know, obviously you know if it's if my partner's going through some shit too. Obviously, I'm. You know that resonates with me as well. Um, you know we've we've talked about the the, the busted sense of healthcare that that uh, um, you know we've sort of accepted as normative. Um, 
but I mean, and again, maybe, maybe we're, maybe essentially we're, we're robbing Peter to pay Paul, uh, any, any movement in one area or one sector ends up landing as a deficiency in something else. So, you know, again, maybe, maybe we're doing, maybe we're doing it a service by talking about it. Maybe, I mean, and I hope, I hope we're not, <laughs> I hope we're not, we're not, uh, boring anybody about it, but, um, no, I you think know. this shit affects everyone. If you say yeah. it doesn't, I question your humanity, you know? Yeah, if man. you if you can tell me that you haven't had some run-in with the medical community or LGBTQ issues in your personal life, I'll probably call you a liar because, I mean, that's, that's daily for most of yeah. us. I hate to be, you know, obviously, you know, as a, you know, as a, you know, a, a comedy based podcast with rants and, uh, and comedy and rants. Uh, we hate to be so topical, but um, June's a little bit of a heavy month if you want to talk about it, because, um, you know, it's it's also um, I, I, I also believe it's it's uh, it's a it's like a, uh, a, a, a an ethnicity awareness month as well. So, um you know, we we have to just literally just mind how thick uh, we can really tolerate our skin to be at this point, um, and just realize that you know, it, you know, we don't when we when we speak when we open our mouths, uh, we're we're not speaking, you know, for like for anyone other than ourselves at this point. So I, you have to. I mean, you do. You have to. Be, you have to be careful of the words you use, uh, the the you know the way you say things, and just and just you know, for what it's worth, you know, uh, you know we aren't we aren't exempt to this. So um, again, anyone that's going through anything right now, especially especially this month, um, again, I, I, and please, I, like, if anyone from our community, uh, our Darwin's Family Crest community, if you guys have any um any invitations any kind of uh anything going on uh again please email the uh uh, uh the website at um i'm sorry i please please just send us an email at uh, uh dfcpod at gmail.com um again <laughs> if it's within driving distance we will try we will we will try to get there we'll we'll do our best certainly um, but i mean we're available around the clock i mean if you think if you think about it, within eight hours at the latest, usually we can get a hold of you. I mean, you're. It doesn't matter what you need to talk about. We are there. We're a phone call or an email away. I mean, I know people that have, you know, killed themselves and stuff. I think suicide awareness should be made aware too. Like, it, it, there's dark shit in this world, you know. Absolutely. If you ever need to talk to either of us, we're a just a lifeline away. Somebody yeah. should be saying it, you know. Yeah, a couple of sets of broad shoulders. Um, you know, again, we have our own shit going on, but I mean, there's there's always there's but always that helps a, with empathy, you know. Absolutely, we don't have to understand. I mean, we don't have to understand. We don't have to get it. We just have to like, we can be there, and we can just be, you know, we can be we can just be that backboard that you need to bat, you know, bounce ideas off of at that point. 
Um, but anyways, uh, this has been uh, nice and dark and dreary and fun. Yeah, and yeah. How was the show yeah. the other day? Yeah, no, this uh, this is great. Um, yeah, so um, I suppose I have to talk about um, a particular um, uh, Darwin's Family Crest uh, field trip that I took. Um, I was at the, if not for me, uh, uh, I suppose opened show uh, for Ascent Like Wolves um, at the uh, at the Lizard Lounge in Lancaster, PA. Um, How is that venue? I've never been to that venue. Um, they've done a good bit of revamping since the last time that I've been there. Uh, now, to be fair, the last time I was there was um, probably 2009, 2010 in that area. Um, I saw From Autumn to Ashes there. Uh, they oh. were the headliners. Hell yeah. Um, and it, the, the, the venue looked so much different. Um, it was a... Um, uh, the Lizard Lounge is is probably, I would say, and again we're we're probably opening up a big like like a like we're we're gonna open up Pandora's box here at this point because, I, it, truthfully speaking, I I feel like the Lizard Lounge is the type of venue that I'm cut out to go see bands in anymore going forward. Yeah. Just just period. Rather than and, a big arena show. Yeah, and uh. You know, it, I, I had a, I, on top of, I, I, again, I, there were, uh, you know, there were, there were two bands that opened before, if not for me, got uh, hit the stage, um, and then uh, Pat and Zach and Hayden and her and uh, Sterling and the boys, they, they, uh, uh, they played their set, uh, debuted some new music. Um, yeah. It is. Um, <laughs> It's it's uh, it's incredible. Like it's got a, it's got a lot more facets um, than uh, than uh, yeah than than uh, than capture the current does, uh, oh, which yeah. has me super fucking excited um, for a full length uh, or for um, just something else in print. Have they um, uh, have they teased if it's gonna be? I know Patrick recently told me they were putting some stuff down um are they talking lp ep for the next one or i'd love a full length god i i i haven't gotten uh the sense of a length of 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 an of a new recorded album i do expect something um uh, on a on a printable format by by the end of by the end of 2019 um i i that without question just thoroughly without question and um i actually i had a chance to uh to talk to patrick um before before his performance and actually afterwards as well um it's uh, the nice thing about the lounge is that there's this little side um this uh little side area that um if you sneak into and you need just like a little breath um it's about four or five degrees cooler um than the lounge is so if you could use just a little cool breeze, um, they really, there's not really a lot going on back there. It kind of reminds you of, of a, uh, um, like of, of a, uh, an unfinished basement in your second or third apartment or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a, believe it or not, it's a pretty fantastic forum for, uh, you know, just, just for banter at that point, because, yeah. 
uh, you're uh, uh, largely that was where the um, uh, the merch was set up. So um, if you were willing to to kind of go back and deviate and you weren't like fixated on you know on the bar or listening to to, to like the house music and stuff like that, um, you were just going there checking out you know maybe picking up some stickers and stuff like that um, you know of of the bands that was there. Um, but we, uh, two things I, I have to, I have to tell you from, from just the, the quick talks, um, both before and after this is sort of a, a cliff notes version of, of our discussions. Uh, first and foremost, um, uh, this band is above where they're playing, but they are just absolutely just they have a murderer's role as a like a, a, like like for for a uh, uh, for for a drive like for yeah. an actual drive to produce and and to put their name out there um, i don't I, again and this is on social media if you just if you know if you're on facebook or instagram or anything like that just search if not for me um, and try to find them somewhere between July 12th and July 23rd because they are playing straight through and they That's are fucking crazy. Like the biggest names in the world don't do that these days. If you look at their tour dates, I mean, you'll see two back to back, but you'll have three days between like long drives and shit. And for these oh. young dudes to be just, Hey, we're going to a, going to every town day by day here you go <laughs> nobody does this anymore nobody and no. and i i think you know I, I think it starts i'm pretty sure it starts in brooklyn new york and then it and then they need to be in williamsport on the 13th and then in reading on the 14th which doesn't sound like much but then it starts heading south and they end up i think in florida wow and they're driving every day which is largely, largely saying they're driving every night, and um, you know, I, this I'm, again, I'm still on my first point, but I, I have to, I have to exhaust this whole thing. Um, the guitar, uh, Hayden, the guitar player, ran the soundboard for that, in, like for that entire uh, night at, at at the Lizard Lounge. He God. regulated, he regulated the soundboard. He was getting everybody set, so when when every everything else was all like all well and good for them to go up on stage uh there was a moment where it was like all right he was like all right boys do we need anything else and then uh zach was like zach the bassist was like yeah you need to get your ass up here because we can't start without you (laughs) and yeah and it's it's just i mean again it it kind of goes without saying that these boys are just they're 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 big fish in in these relatively small ponds like taking on this 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 upward current that they just don't understand that they're gonna i mean again they're 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 big man they're they're big time and they're oh, i knew that the first second i heard it yeah stratospheric fucking they're gonna they're going to click here soon with the national populace. Cause fuck man, it's, yeah. it's, and 
I don't know, like you said, the drive to go out and do it every night, that's a fuck. That's unheard of these days. Slipknot doesn't do that, you know? Metallica doesn't do that. Like, yeah. I don't. It's it, it it makes you giggle. Like there are they, yeah, there are, there are people that don't play like coffee houses back to back nights. Yeah. Like you know that you know they need they need time in between. And it's yep. it's just I, I, and again this maybe this leads into my to my second bit. And it's that it's that I I I'm almost positive that my days of seeing um, the arena shows i think they're done i think i think it's i think it's it i think i think we've i i think i mean it's not just my age but i think it's just my preference anymore um i i don't i'm not gonna spend 75 80 bucks to see a couple of bands that don't sound the way they they're supposed to no. From 700 feet away. Yeah. I, I. I totally get that. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't need, you know, that kind of, that kind of aggravation. And I suppose, I suppose that maybe, maybe this is a product of, of, you know, things, things have gotten so big, and it's really not about the music. It's about being someplace that you're somewhere. Yeah. And and um. I, I guess I mean I don't know I I mean you know, this is this is sort of trivializing but I mean I was again I, I was talking to Patrick about this and I I sort of kind of told him that I have the best moments from uh, from shows where I saw them on a foot high stage from five and a half to ten feet away yep and they were by far better than any blockbuster group blockbuster band that i was supposed to see that because yeah. i needed to see them you know this is the show that if you go to a show you need to see the fuck all that you're if you're if you're passing up these these local opportunities essentially what you're doing is you're burying a piece of your town you're burying a piece of music and it needs to stop it really does like reinventing all of this shit. Like I'm so glad Woodstock went up in flames. Me too. Um, you know, I think it's really sick that, uh, that somehow, uh, <laughs> I, I guess childish Gambino is, is playing at both Coachella and Bonnaroo this year. Really? And, and, and he's got, and, and mind you, like he's headlining, like there are bands, bands like Weezer that are backing him up. Man, and if that doesn't give you heartburn, if yeah. it doesn't like like I'm serious, if it doesn't dick punch you like with a set of brass knucks on, I don't know if you enjoy music at this point. Yeah, it sucks. Like like again, the festival scene is not what it used to be. Oh no, not at all. It's not. It's oh my god. I mean. I, for God's sakes, please. I mean, because dude, even 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 the idea of like of like what what Cornyn what was it, is it? I'm sorry, Marilyn Manson and, and Rob Zombie are playing together this summer. Yeah. And I and I, I saw them the I, first year they were together, and it was a fucking train wreck. 
Yeah, and that was how long ago? Well, 13, 14, I can't remember. But, man, they, they like, hated each other's guts, and it's just, like, very evident. The night so, I saw them, uh, Manson was so drunk he could barely fucking stand up. And it's like, wow, dude, I'm glad I paid, I think it was, like, 70 bucks for those tickets. And like you said, I... I don't know if you've seen this venue, but the in Silver Spring, Maryland, the Fillmore, it sounds similar to that Lizard Lounge you were telling me about. I saw uh, Between the Buried and Me, Fallujah, and the Devin Townsend Project, and sound-wise, aesthetic-wise, like everything, it was perfect. Standing room only, club, probably 500 bodies in the whole place, and it was just much more intimate, much more, it, it was great. And uh, I, like a week after that, one of my favorite bands, Gojira, was there, and I couldn't go see it. But uh, there's videos on YouTube of the Fillmore, and it's like those guys sound better than they do at a fucking festival or at a, uh, like, Walken or uh, what the fuck, Uproar or any of those yeah. stupid festival sounds. Yeah, I Rock swear on to God, the Rock on the Range. Yeah, I've never been to one of them because it's just too much. Do you know what I mean? It's dude bro, man. Come on. It's, yeah. it's, it's the saturation of dude bro, man. Yeah. It's, you wow. know, <laughs> it, it's, I know, right? Like, don't you feel like you need a shower after yeah. talking about just thinking about it? Yeah, and and you know what? Maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe you know, I I think in the what in the the first or first or second episode, I think in the first episode, I think we pitched the idea of of uh, you know these bands that aren't together anymore. They're they're um, you know them maybe trying to hit an acoustic circuit like up the up the eastern shore. You know what I mean? One year, yeah. and then maybe hit the western the west coast on another year and that kind of thing. You know what they're doing? They're holding out for the big money to be on rock on the range. Of course. Or, or, or for, you know, you know, for, for fucking dude, bro, 2020. I mean, at some point we're going to celebrate that shit. And it, it fucking, it, it does. It, it, it's turned my stomach, man. It yeah. really does. I, you know, and it's, and it's crazy because I, I was surprised how, and, and you know, I, you know, again, maybe this is the last thing I'll do because I, I again, I, I realized when I was at the show, <laughs> I, I, uh, I spent a good chunk of the time, uh, I, I was pretty much pit adjacent at that point, and I also realized uh, it was it's sort of a sign of humility that um, I, I, I don't belong, I, pit adjacent anymore. I don't uh, think I ever did, and I'm in. I've been a metalhead since young, but I don't think I ever belonged in a pit. I'm just too big. I thought that for a while, and then I, like I went to I went to like probably my fourth or fifth show. Um, I went to I went to uh, Warp Tour um, in Scranton. It was whenever the used opened. So that's, that's, or I'm sorry, what the used was headlining. So that lets you know how long ago it was. Been a while. Um, yeah, I know. Right. Um, I mean, and I think, um, no, I don't have to think, uh, Bert was actually dating, uh, Kelly Osborne at that point. So again, framing it, um, 
there was a uh, there was a kid, and I again I guess I didn't have a whole lot of pit etiquette at that point. Um, and please, uh, sir, if you're listening, uh, if you're a Darwin's Family Crest listener, I do apologize for this. Um, I'm sure you haven't told a lot of your 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 people this, but um, there was a kid. Uh, he was probably five six inches shorter than me. I'm six four, so he may have been five. Five nine, five five eight, five nine at the at the best. And this kid had the pointiest set of elbows that I've ever felt in my life. And and uh, he kept wanting me to move forward. And I was I was about two feet from the um, like the security gate uh, by the stage. And he kept elbowing me. And I got in his ear. I grabbed the back of his head and I said, "Dude, if you elbow me one more time." I'm going to elbow you straight in your fucking skull. (laughs) And by God, he did. And I threw the most hellacious back elbow. I broke his, I broke, I broke his fucking, because he he was a kid. He had glasses on. Um, He, he left there with um, uh, uh, like the Ralphie sort of um, uh, uh, the Christmas story glasses tape on his, on his on his glasses, I I didn't look back. Uh, you you throw your elbow and you don't look back. And yep. uh, you know I I realize that I am a far cry away from 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 that human being um, because that pit looks a lot different now. Um, oh yeah. You know I'm a pretty stout kid, and I realize that it doesn't matter anymore. Um, you're sort of you're sort of um, you're part of a wave whenever whenever things start to move and um you know there are certain things that you can't you can't avoid um and 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 god help you you know if god help you if you if you do something stupid like hurt your neck uh, before before you go to a show uh if you get if you get if you get jostled at some point um <laughs> you could be feeling that shit for about four or five days and sure enough that was your boy here uh um, yeah I was pretty worse for wear. Um, but again, at the same time, I also don't know that there's another there's another way for me to, to, to see live music. I mean, my, my taste in music isn't going to change. I like cathartic, heavy, like change of pace, like just thunderous, like drops um, in my music. And I'm going to go see that until I'm wearing chinos and a tucked in polo, which I won't do that because yeah. I already told my wife to shoot me in the head. If I ever show up in that, <laughs> I, 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 I need to divert a little bit though, because you talked about Gojira and uh, I, I, I kind of feel like we, uh, we have to talk about something. We have to talk about magma. Uh, so I'll let you go ahead and take it over. Oh, well, did you listen to it? Cause I don't want to fuck with I did. you. If you, I okay. did, I did. Yeah, I, I don't want. Yeah, I, I don't want you to think that you're that you're. Yeah, you're not. You're not dropping in cold or anything like that. All right. Um, Gojira, band from France. I mean, it's literally Godzilla is what Gojira means. Uh, and I don't know. Magma is the most recent album they came out with, like uh, 2016 or something. And it's what I had heard them before, and I had heard like song here or there but nothing really punched me in the mouth and said you need to listen to this and then uh i think the first 
the first single off of that is called stranded it's like track four on that album and uh from the first second i saw that watched the video and everything it clicked and these guys uh two brothers and two other guys i don't know a lot about them but the dude plantiers uh joe and mario are the singer and bass player and the drummer respectively and they have one of the most ridiculous rhythm sections i've ever heard in a metal band and uh mario is like heavily jazz influenced and shit and you can tell because it comes through weird time signatures and just Joe's voice literally sounds like Godzilla screaming from time to time. And uh, anyhow, I heard Stranded and uh, that was the quickest pre-order. I literally bought the album the second that uh, single came out and I've never looked back. I think they've put out like seven albums or something. And since I've literally legitimately bought all of their albums because they deserve the fucking money. And uh, uh, the the album Magma, it started uh, when they were losing their mother, I believe, to cancer. And thematically, it's like a concept album of celebrating their mother and towards the end just wishing she would go so she would stop being in pain every day and fuck this album resonates with me man like from front to back it's one of the few albums in the last five years that i can front to back it every time because it's a it's tight it's like 45 or 50 minute album but my god is it a good album front to back yeah I will agree that it's it's super easy to commit to. Yeah. It it's it's a it, it's a win to commit to, and uh, I think we were talking about this. Uh, you didn't you say that uh, um, they they have a have a pretty pretty heavy supporter. Uh, oh my uh, god, Metallica! Yeah, Metallica took them on tour with them and said these guys are co-headlining with us before the masses really knew who Gojira was because, I mean, they had an underground following, of course, you know, because they, they're doing something different. Like, it's just fucking wild metal. If you're a metalhead and don't know Gojira, you need to jump on board now because uh, Joe, the singer, recently said that by the end of this year, they have recorded between two and three albums worth of material for their next album. And he's like, fuck it, man. Maybe we'll just release a uh, triple album that's so rare these days, you know. And I've yet to hear a song by Gojira that's like, well, that's a skippable one. They have instrumental tracks that are like kind of it just when you listen to an album front to back, there's an instrumental. It just sounds like the intro to another song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I'm I'm anxious for a 30 track Gojira album. Fuck. Because I think I think Magma's 10 or 11 tracks. And like I said, it's under an hour. There's like at least three singles off of it. And I mean, not the best radio music necessarily but like at least i know uh silvera and the cell and 
Stranded at least were singles. I think Magma was as well. And I don't know, man. It, it's like one album, and those are like one track apart, a lot of them. And they all sound like almost like a different band. They're just so thematically all over the place, and I love it. Yeah. And and please, again, he, like, heed what my partner's saying here at this point, because, I mean, like, if you're thinking that this is a band that's like Volbeat or something like that, they're fucking not. Like, like this, this is a, this is a much, it's a, it's a little bit of a different beast. Um, it's, I, again, it's and, not I, radio it, rock. It's not, it, it won't, it won't land. Like, I mean, look, by, you won't, it's it's tough to get this kind of thing in, in like stuck in your head okay yeah. like like i mean unless un, unless unless you're going through some shit and if you're going through some shit it's all that's in your head yeah so it's pretty much yeah and it's it's one of it's again it's one of those things where i i i i didn't really i mean i i actually i listened to this album t- uh twice today i listened to it three times yesterday and it it's weird because the I, I, the only reason that I, that I again I, I hit it another four times after the first time because I yeah. didn't get it yeah. I didn't I didn't really get it like because it because the first time I heard it I was like oh this is like the kind of it's it's kind of like it's got like a little bit of a typo negative kind of feel to it and it's like and and I I, I buy that you know but it's you know it's not really what I'm doing but yeah. then I, I, again if you if you really read into the fact that there's 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 a there's a degree of pain there and oh, and God, that, yeah. and that it's it's it, it does hit i mean and it's 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 crazy because i so many I, I again i listen to a lot of music straight through and not much just blends anymore a lot of shit it just seems like it's just this it it just seems this it's this haphazard sort of it sounds like a fucking like a lot of these bands i mean even bands of of styles that i like like mm-hmm. i mean i dude I, we were talking about after the burial and yeah. and and that 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 fucking thing sounds i mean don't get me wrong again behold no, the, the crown track is, is amazing yeah behold the crown is fantastic and in flux is 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 a very very it's a 1a song 100 yeah. percent. but the rest of that album sounds like hey this is what we can do. Who wants to pick us up? At hey, this I point? learned how to do pitch harmonics. Listen to me. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, like it, like, I, dude, that third song, it, like, I, I could, I could, I could be on a hammock sipping like, like a, a nice, a nice spritzer at that yeah. point, and yeah. listen to that breakdown. It sounds like fucking saves the day, and there's nothing wrong with saves the day, by the way. No. But, but. If if you're shooting, I, I don't know when I don't know what you're shooting for, like yeah. like you bum it, me out. It comes At least down I know to the fact that. Well, I mean, like I think one of the main reasons I like Gojira, since that was the talking point we started with, is yes. they commit yeah. to the fucking bit, and that's a lot of what people don't do anymore. Be it comedy, be it life, be it your work ethic, be it music. Commit to the fucking bit, man. If yeah. this is you, do you, and people will flock to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
please don't leave anybody asking what are you what are you like what are you like, all like, about what do you want to be like because that's what you end up being you end up being a wannabe at that point commit to the I, fucking bit <laughs> yeah that's right i mean i <laughs> we've we've had some pretty comic like uh, uh, uh names but i don't know if we just do me a favor we can't call this this episode commit to the fucking bit okay like <laughs> can't we can't. can't. Okay. We can't. No, we can't. We cannot. We can't. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just seems too haphazard in a way. Oh, just um, get to the bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I, I, I guess, I guess we're kind of, we're kind of, kind of at that winding down point, but, but not 100% there yet. I do have a, uh, um, a, 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 kind of a pop quiz kind of question here, and, and this is, this is, you know. I don't want to go like I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I sort of kind of would understand if this went a certain way. Mm-hmm. But uh, my my pop quiz is uh, name a band that you've seen live that you didn't plan on seeing, but ended up being better than the bands that you actually went to go see. Uh, between the buried and me. Um I didn't know who the hell they were. I went to see Devin Townsend, never saw him previously, never saw him since. They're definitely a prog metal unit that I had never heard of. Didn't know what to expect. The They literally, um, with all their album cycles, they take the new album and play it in its entirety and then eventually release the album. Uh, the live version of the album as well in conjunction during the the touring cycle and i just think that's refreshing as fuck you know they're not playing the hits or whatever they are proud enough of their entire albums as a whole that their touring cycle if you see between the buried and me during this touring cycle it'll be the automata fucking uh touring cycle You'll see the songs they recorded and released most recently, and that's neat. That's committing to the bit to me because, uh, I don't know, they're, they're just an interesting prog thing that I don't know if you would dig. They do a lot of screaming, but the motherfucker can sing, too. I think his name is Thomas Giles or something. He actually has a Electronica album out as well, but the, the singer, is he's got amazing range. You know, and it's it's something you should check out. I've I've heard a good bit of a, uh, between the buried and me, and I but I I had no idea um, about about the you know like touring, the touring and cycles releasing. and stuff. Yeah, the touring cycles. Like that is an incredible like I mean that's like a cash cow kind of thing that people. Sure. That, that, I mean it's it's that seems like an untapped resource at that point. Like if yeah. you're already gonna be somewhere doing something, yeah. Why not Why not try? Yeah. Like it's just I mean it seems like you are you're kind of missing out on an opportunity. And that it's is so cool. When I saw them live, I saw them for the Coma Machine had recently come out and. Um, like I said, I went in like only having heard of them and I yeah. fell in love with the coma machine album during that show. And it's just like a fucking wild roller coaster ride, you know, and I'm, they've gained another fan in me. What would you say your band for that would be? 
Well, I have I, I have two, um, just because they're they're really close. Um, one one's got a better track record than the other, um, but one made a much much bigger impact. I'll go with the track record. I obviously I, I had referenced the fact that I went to see a Warped Tour to op- uh, uh, that I um, the used had had headlined um, and. Uh, event sevenfold was there and um just frankly they were fucking terrible they were just bad and and i i'll I'll go on record darwin's family crest hot take event sevenfold is fucking terrible live i mean i'm not a fan just get on board please get on board buy the you know like whatever like listen to the first two or three albums and get on with your life like yeah. like everything after city of evil just just like my, I mean, i'm sorry my eldest son is in love with them and i've just you know like you said city of evil was like my jump off point for them like a lot of people that country was the first thing i ever heard and after that it just steady downhill for me man especially after the rev died it's like who the fuck cares anymore just stop i backslid when i heard backcountry because i i grew up um i mean i'm sorry i i I started i started on uh um their second album uh where they were doing all the double waking the fallen yeah, waking the fallen. Yeah, um, because I, of all things, on a, I, they they did a song on the I, I did a track for the uh, one of the Maddens uh, of all things. So huh. yeah, I I picked them up from there, um, and then you know again from waking the fallen with with uh, both versions of I won't see you tonight, uh, and um, uh, my God, there was I mean again there was probably there was there was only two I think I think there were only, there were only two hit uh, two off of there. Off Awaken the Falling, but then, but then I I I, lis- I listened to Sounding the Seventh Trumpet, and it was like when I when I could tell they they gave a fuck. But my guess yeah. is they probably still didn't do very well live. But the band, the two bands that's, that that stole the show at that point was uh, Skindred. Skindred was really really good, man. Um, Skindred had, had that had pretty much one song, it had one album. Yeah, I think that's all I ever group. heard. Yeah, they, they they had they yeah they just absolutely killed nobody, and and their set was outstanding. But um, but thrice was outstanding. I mean, thrice is just one of those bands. Uh, if you don't have artists in the ambulance, I don't I, I don't care where you are, what you're doing, go get in a, a like like go get on your mobile device. Uh, first of all, find us um, on Google Play or on on iTunes, um, or at uh, Darwin's Family Crest at Podbean.com. Yeah, uh, and sub then, and review and all that shit, please, because I mean yep. that's gonna add to visibility. Yes, please, because again, we're uh, we're giving out legitimate gold here at this point. Uh, again, the artist in the ambulance is just really a sick fucking album, and uh, they haven't been able to kind of follow it up. But that's another one of those albums that like you you might start to stutter around seven or eight or anything or like, like around there for, um, for getting till the end, but you'll get there. You'll get to the end. I mean, just silhouette. Um, silhouette it, is fucking sick. That's the first thing yeah. I ever listened to. And it was like, Holy shit. Yeah. And that was recently, that was like last year. I just, I assumed they were like stupid screamo and just, bypassed them and recently listened to them and fuck man that album's amazing 
Yeah, that that one that one I may have to take a little credit for because if I'm screaming you about did. it on a pod on a podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit for it in your life. But uh, the 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 band the band that absolutely I mean again, Thrice had a little bit more of of a staying power than this other band that I'm I'm actually gonna bring up. But uh, I I went to I went to see another Warp tour uh, with. Um, with the Devil Wears Prada as, as a lead. And I, and while I was there, I saw Enter Shikari. I saw Parkway Drive. I saw Of Mice and Men. Um, and I just, I was, I was sunbaked. I needed to get out of the fucking heat. And, um, I sat down and went to what I thought was the tail end of Black Veil's Bride. And mind you, that is not the band that I'm getting ready to feature here. Okay. The band, the, the band that I did see absolutely blew the fucking tits off of black bill's bride and it was a three piece at the time they're now they're, they're now a four piece but i set my friends on fire absolutely took the fucking pavilion down in scranton and huh. they played um yeah they, they were they they only had one album out at the time and i the, it, it's got it's got so much nostalgia to it um you can't spell laughter without sla- or you can't spell slaughter without laughter is 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 the uh, is is the uh, the album that they were playing at the time and they did absolutely everything right they got more sound out of a three piece than i've ever heard live in my life that's awesome they, i'm downloading they, it right now on the weight of this review i'm not kidding you i, I mean it is it it's it was just I, again. There were <laughs> okay. So in the pavilion, there was probably about there. There were probably three stages. Um, the uh, Blackville's Bride uh, was 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 on the right stage. Senses Fail was setting up on the center stage, which is who I initially wanted to go see. On the left stage was was um, was I set my friends on fire. The the fucking uh, the, the the techs and and the the remaining band members of, of of BVB were fucking rubbernecking as as I set my friends on fire played like their lead track it, it it's like it's like Jesus was like ran their soundboard uh. that that's how that's how like I mean it was literally spine shattering um. And they they do some funny shit, man. They're, they're they got they got a little bit to them. Like they're pretty one note. I mean, they they do this one thing really well. Um, but damn, do they thunder, man? They are a thunderous. I like for this album, they were a thunderous three piece. I'm excited and to check it out. I've I wish I've heard of them, but I never listened to them. So I I hope you do. If if you start with anything. Um, track seven is called Ravenous Ravenous Rhinoceros. Uh, It's I know it's 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 it sounds it sounds like like fucking like Cracker Jack shit. But I swear to God, it is. I mean, and again, they they were touring last year um, uh, for the 10 year anniversary of the uh, of that album coming out. And again, they're stupid hard. Um, They're a little they're a little out there. Um, They're they're uh, they're I'm into that shit. Yeah, their subsequent albums weren't necessarily uh, didn't land as hard, but my God, did that album fucking hammer! I mean, just stupid hard. I mean, it's crazy how hard they are, and just wild in their own right. So, again, please, anybody out there, um, again, if I can, if I can 
talk my, my partner into anything on, on like fucking live at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's worth a listen. So, um, I think it's about time to, uh, uh, to talk about our boy, uh, and, uh, and we got to pay the piper here a little bit, don't we? Oh yeah. Um, I want to thank if not for me, they, uh, I, I, I still can't believe we landed this. It's pretty fucking cool. I can't believe we know the guy, though, either. But he lets us use still frame it's, as the intro, outro for this show. Uh, still frame is on Capture the Current. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't know if they have a physical pressing. They do. I have a copy of it. So, yeah, they definitely have a physical copy out there. Um, they do. You should go see them live if you can. Derek just fucking crushed himself to see it, and uh, I applause that. That's applaud that he uh, loved it. I wish I could have been there. Um, also, if this is your first episode tuning in, please like, subscribe, rate, review, fucking listen to some more. It's not always, it doesn't always start out with the bummer we did at about the 10 minute mark today. But uh, I don't know. Again, if, if you ever need to talk to somebody, we're just a line away. We care. Yeah, we, we didn't, yeah, we didn't mean to like lay a, a wet blanket of a tarp of a like a, of a like a, a fucking Debbie Downer. Uh, but for all uh, I know, somebody needed to hear that, and I would hate to not say that we're fucking there. We can listen. We care at any time. You know, I don't care if I don't care if this podcast takes off fucking tomorrow, and we're millionaires. If you have an issue going on in your life. And you think that we're the ones to talk to about it? Fucking send us a message and we will talk to you. You yeah, know? Our, absolutely. Our, I, I echo everything that my partner said. Uh, our, our capabilities lie way beyond uh, what we attempt to articulate uh, soundly in our in, uh, in this in this this brief moment of our lives. Uh, we're a hundred percent capable of understanding whatever you're going through, uh, showing compassion for whatever it is that you're struggling with. And, uh, you know, again, maybe this was, this was a, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of telltale moment of levity that I didn't necessarily think that maybe we didn't, I mean, I don't know if we necessarily set out to do this, this kind of show. Um, but I mean, you know, I guess we kind of peanut butter and jellied that show a little bit. You know, we kind of, we kind of. I had think some that's stuff. a little obvious on my part. I feel like I mailed it in, but uh, I almost canceled tonight because I, I don't know. Before the stage health kicked in, I felt like I was ready to fucking die again. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm working on it, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself fixed. I got another doctor's appointment tomorrow. Hopefully, we get somewhere with that. Yeah, and again, like I said, uh, the the community. Uh, again, I'm, we're all pouring for your partner. You know, we'll have you have you in our thoughts uh, tomorrow. I'm sure I'll be hearing from you. Uh, oh, you will. You know, and um, also just one last quick plug. Um, New content from If Not For Me uh, to be debuting, I believe, 628. Uh, and, yeah. a, and a new clothing line. Um, 
also out there. I have a feeling that uh, there may be um, at some point maybe some not so accidentally leaked um, pictures of myself and my partner, uh, maybe in some if not for me uh, booty shorts. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't worry. Uh, the tape will be in the right place. Uh, just in yeah. case you're, you're curious about that. Uh, but uh, until then, uh, and until next week, uh, Quadrat Demonstratum. Uh, tune in soon for uh, for some. Hopefully, we got we got some stuff coming. Yeah, we may have a panic though coming up here. So again, uh, and please, folks, don't tolerate don't don't suffer stupidity. Amen. QED. We'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>